Welcome to Counting Stem Cells, a new era of medicine featuring Dr. James L. Shirley, Director of Asymmetrics, Technologies for Stem Cell Medicine. I'm Jordan Rich. James, as we enter this new era of stem cell counting, tell me more about drug development beyond stem cell therapy. Yeah, so one of the ways that we broaden our thinking about stem cell medicine, it isn't just the things that we talked about at the very beginning, replacing tissues um, and uh, maybe secreting factors to affect tissue healing, but there's a big role in traditional medicine for stem cell counting. And it's because stem cells are so important in our bodies. Now, we'll start by talking about how if you were able to have an assay, a test, mm -hmm. to tell you what drugs did to stem cells, what benefit would that be in drug development? Sounds to me like it would be huge because you'd be able to talk about the positive and the negative. That's right. You can do both things. Right. On the positive side, agents that make stem cells more viable, make stem cells more robust, make them produce more, mm could be very important for wound repair. Because in wound repair, you need stem cells to divide what we call symmetrically, make more tissues. Mm. Similarly, in the manufacturing industry for producing stem cells for therapeutics, agents that can make stem cells expand in number would be very beneficial in that area. So finding agents that are positive effectors of stem cells wasn't possible before because there are no good tests for stem cells, no good way to count them. If you can count stem cells, you can tell whether or not you can, you're making more of them. And so you can find agents that do that. And uh, the other side of it, though, in, in the pharmaceutical, you talked about positive and negative. There's a big need for being able to identify agents, drug candidates that are stem cell toxic. Mm -hmm. Let me just back up and say drug companies have had a way to do this before we showed up with our technology, right? What do they do? They test their compounds in animals, rats. Right mice. Those are expensive tests. The FDA requires them. And then after that, it turns out animals are not the best predictor of what a drug's going to do in a person. So ultimately, you go on to very, those are expensive studies. You go on to much more expensive studies with people. Phase two clinical trials, phase three clinical trials. And drugs fail there because they cause chronic organ failure, which is an indicator of stem cell toxicity. And stem cell toxicity is something that not only affects people's health, but affects the, their pocketbooks and the cost of medicine yes. goes, goes through the roof because right. of this. Right, because in those late clinical trials, phase twos and phase threes, actually we've done some estimates. For the U.S. pharmaceutical market, that represents about 4 to $5 billion of cost that never goes to making a successful drug because of those failures. All right, so... We have a way of counting stem cells specifically, and that means we can identify drugs which are stem cell toxic. And we can do that before animal studies in cell culture that's relatively inexpensive and doesn't involve any patient or research subject being harmed. So you're talking about saving time, lots of money, and potentially life. Absolutely. And these are drugs that, as we know, are being produced on a very regular basis because pharmaceutical companies are doing their important research. This is going to help them greatly if they know what number of stem cells are involved. That's right. And so we, we foresee that the, the ability to do specific counting, a simple test, allows for the drug development company to actually, again, accelerate the production of good drugs, avoid patients being injured doing those studies, and save really lots of money in development. That money can be used to reduce the price of drugs, right? If you're not spending a given co company because of these kinds of failures, 
could easily have a drug that have costs in the neighborhood of hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm. And that's cost they don't have to pass on to the cost of producing those drugs. Right. So there's an opportunity, I think, here. It could revolutionize the the manufacture, the research elements of so many of these drugs. That's right. And saving, as we said, time, money, and, and health along the way. So we've got a lot of issues here at play. We've got the toxicity issue. We've got the general counting issue to know how much, how little, mm-hmm. and the advent of all of these drugs uh, that may be are targeted with the wrong dosages or they're targeted at the wrong organs or they're targeted at the wrong people. That's right. And, and George, let me also add, I often forget about this, but in the area of environmental health science, finding agents in the environment that cause things like cancer, those are effects on stem cells. And currently, it's the same thing there. If you look at the tests that are available for detecting those agents, it's not people, (laughs) but it's animals. Mm -hmm. And it's very expensive animals that are not always predictive. So we've got a way now that we can identify environmental toxicants that make stem cells become cancer stem cells. All right. That's not just an add-on. This is very, very critical, isn't it? Because so many research programs are looking at what's in our environment that's causing cancer to on the rise in some cases. That's right. You have a way of determining, again, say it again, how the stem cells are affected. If we can count the stem cells by environmental factors, that's huge. Yeah. And right now, you know, the EPA actually has a new initiative to reduce the use of animals for testing. They need better tests. And so we think, again, the, the ability to count stem cells specifically because of the important role that stem cells play in our physiology, in our body. Uh, This is really an important advance. So we're talking about better and less expensive drugs, faster drug development, safer clinical trials, overall better healing for the public. Yeah. Very exciting. When we return with our next podcast, we'll talk about the future for tissue stem cell counting. And it's a bright future, wouldn't you say? I think so. Yes. All right. We'll reflect on that and give you more insight into what Dr. James Shirley and his team at Asymmetrics have been doing and continue to do to change the future of medicine. You've been listening to Counting Stem Cells, a new era of medicine, a series of informative podcasts produced by Asymmetrics, technologies for stem cell medicine. To learn more, please visit asymmetrics.com. That's A-S-Y-M-M-E-T-R-E-X.com.